Hello and welcome everyone. Once again, we're back to talk sports with you as we love to do so much, so much so that we get excited and I hit buttons that I shouldn't hit. But we're always loving to talk sports with you and we appreciate you tuning in on a mostly weekly basis to listen to us. <laughs> us being me, Jason, Polly over here. How's it going, guys? And Ben over here. What's up, everybody? And we're here to talk sports. It's the day after Labor Day 2023. It's hot here in the Midwest. We're getting yes, we're getting uh, <laughs> cooked. So let's mm-hmm. talk some cool sports. Uh, we have uh, the U.S. Opens uh, tennis. We've got the World Cup we want to touch on because we didn't get a chance to. Uh, we've got then we've got baseball going down. We've got international basketball going on, and we've got football just starting all over the country. So, Polly, take us away. What happened? All right. So, so we are going to start with a couple items that we wanted to wrap up from last week. Unfortunately, we could not get the episode out to you that we recorded last week. But uh, technology is fun. We just had uh, about 20 minutes where I uh, was waiting for my computer to connect to this chat. So... <laughs> Uh, technology happens. So yes, until mm-hmm. AI mm-hmm. takes over the world in two, three, four, five years, whatever <laughs> it's going to be, uh, you're going to be stuck with uh, mishaps. So uh, briefly, we want to cra- congratulate uh, Spain for women winning the Women's World Cup uh, over England, uh, Australia. And Sweden played a third uh, place match, and Sweden ended up winning. So uh, I believe all three of our predictions were wrong from a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, I think correct. I think I had Australia. I think Ben, you had Sweden, and Jason, you had England. So uh, congratulations to these. Uh, Spanish team. Uh, we're not going to get too much into it because we have other sports to talk about, but the uh, Spanish uh, manager just got uh, let go today after some inappropriate uh, contact with one of their players. Uh, again, we're not going to get too much into that right now but uh good for the spanish federation to uh get rid of him uh anything you guys want to touch on there briefly uh no it seems like an eternity ago yeah congrats to spain and uh Good luck with their turnover. Get, yeah. get some new new faces in there. Some people who appreciate you. Yep. And respect you. Absolutely. All right. Um, and then briefly, we'll have more on the uh, U.S. Open tennis uh, next week, hopefully for you guys. But uh, not uh, – there's – I think it's down two Americans now uh, in the quarterfinals for the men's side. So – the U.S. men are hoping to do something they haven't done in about 22 years, I believe, and win a uh, tennis major. And then Coco Goff, uh, another American woman uh, on the women's side, is uh, primed to get her first major. Uh, briefly, you guys want to chat about that? I mean, it's good to see some Americans, you know, getting getting past, you know, the round of 64, it seems like sometimes <laughs> lately. It's everybody else, you know, so, so um, or every other country. So, yeah, it's, it's great to see that we're having some representation and 
um, you know, maybe we have some of that future of, uh, you know, what United States tennis is going to be through these men. And, and I feel like Coco has already pretty much shown that she's the future. And this is just showing us a whole nother, a whole nother step, a whole nother side of her dominating. So, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, and again, it's, it's good to see some, um, of the U S players stepping up and, Moving up uh, in the ranks here. So we'll see what happens. What about you, Jason? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that pretty much, I mean, you pretty much got it. I like to see outside of what you just said, uh, it's young talent too. You know, it's yeah. so we're seeing not only, uh, not only, you know, Americans coming up, but young talent. Possibly we're going to be seeing, I mean, definitely in Coco Cough's case, it looks like, but possibly yeah. mm-hmm. in other sources too, that we're going to see these names come up a lot more often and not just in the American tournaments either. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we, we've been talking about for, feels like last year about uh, this, the, the big three in the men's at least, uh, their domination i i mean i know uh joker is still uh may may get there yet but it it feels like this this young talent that on both sides has been coming up for a few years now and uh it's good to see them performing and hopefully they can uh keep this going because like I said, the, the, the big three on the men's side, I mean, uh, Fed is done. Nadal probably done. Joker uh, looks like he'll have a couple of years yet, but uh, Carlos Alvarez, we had talked about uh, winning Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. And on the women's side, since really Serena and Venus were dominating sport it's been uh some a lot of uh younger players that have yet to uh reach their prime so uh i i I think the sport is in good hands i really do and it's good to see these younger players like we've talked about uh getting hopefully to the mountaintop and staying there so uh we have the uh, women's finals on Saturday and then the men's finals on Sunday and we'll see what happens, but uh, congrats to everyone on both sides. And uh, one thing I did want to touch or mention before we get to some uh, baseball, Jason's got some basketball for you and then we got some football, but uh Happy trails to uh, the pirate Jimmy Buffett. I know it's not sports related technically, but uh, an absolute legend in the entertainment industry passed away on Saturday. Uh, I know me personally, I saw him a couple times in concert. Uh, just a phenomenal entertainer. Do you remember it, Paul? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay, I do actually. Well, most I was... parrot heads do not remember it. You know, so <laughs> it's always a good, it's a good time no matter what. <laughs> yes, uh, I was. Uh, my dad took me when I was seventeen the first time, and then my twenty uh, first oh, nice. birthday, or my twenty first uh, year on this earth, I went uh, a second time, both at Alpine Valley. But yeah, uh, just happy trails to Jimmy Buffett. Uh, briefly. Uh, did you guys get to get a chance to see him at all? No, I never saw him. No, no, I've never had to see him either. Okay, but I mean, I've he's been around forever, and people worship him, and now he's just he's in Margaritaville forever. You know. Yes, yes, he is. He's living it up. He and like uh, he's gonna live his afterlife like he lived his life on his own terms. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. all right, um, Jason. Do you want to get us started with uh, some baseball talk? I know the the Brewers. You mean Ben? Uh, 
Or bat, sorry. Ben's no, more, the, Ben's more the baseball more guy. I think we've all, <laughs> I don't think it's a secret to any of our listeners out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I certainly haven't made it a secret. Uh, ben, Jason's just happy that the games are short. Yeah. <laughs> I like the pretty That's what colors. he thinks every time. I like it. <laughs> no, you hate the new jerseys. That was the other thing. Oh, yeah, the on. city jerseys. Oh, city my connects God. Are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Brewers, uh, baseball overall. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, I think last time we talked about them, which was last week, uh, you know, they're on a, they're on a nine game uh, winning streak, and you know they come down from reality a little bit. Um, six and four now in the last ten, but not terrible. Obviously, still first in the Central with the two and a half uh, game lead on the Jason Stribel Cubs. <clears throat> um, yeah. So yeah, in the lead, there's about tw- I think they have, uh, they have 25 games concluding tonight left, um, which they're up seven zero in the fifth right now against the Pirates. So that's looking good. Uh, I mean, again, our division is <clears throat> you know comes down to basically three teams: Brewers, Cubs, Reds. Is really all that's left in the race um, because you know the Pirates and the Cardinals <clears throat> jumped ship a long time ago. So. Still have good confidence in the Brewers. I mean, again, the bats are still hot. There's seven runs again tonight already, so that's that's good to see. Uh, those trades I know I talked about last week, too, where Mark Hanna and Carlos Santana have really, really paid off, and that still has been happening even this last week. Still been hitting clutch, So um, and pitching has been uh, right where it is. We're just basically kept us in all these games. So, yeah, pretty good confidence in the Brewers keeping this going, probably winning the division. Um, and and they're, they're finally healthy for the first time in, it feels like, all season. All season, yep, you're right. Yep, they finally have all their pieces. So pitching, hitting, fielding, everything. So that's very nice as well. Because, yeah, there's always a scramble to find some of the fill those holes. So, yeah, let's, ho- let's just hope that, that push keeps coming and um, they can keep winning. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh D- uh, Division-wise, uh, Baltimore's got a little bit of a cushion on uh, Tampa Bay, it looks like, at three and a half games. Uh, Twins are starting to pull away from the Guardians briefly. They're uh, six up. Uh, the West, uh, Mariners are still in the lead over the two Texas teams. Uh Barely. Ba- barely, yes. But uh, Dodgers and Braves are obviously crushing all their competition. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about the Brewers, uh, Cubs, two and a half back, uh, the Reds, five and a half back. Uh, do you, do you, see, do you, either of you guys see anything changing on top of the divisions? Before no, the I end mean, of the season, well, in the NL Central, the only one that could change would be the Brewers. The other ones would be pretty much impossible. Yeah, um, <laughs> changed. So no, I th- I think all three are going to stay the same in the NL. And then uh, the AL, obviously, the East and the West are the two really fun divisions. I, I yeah. that West race is just going to be fascinating coming down the stretch. Yeah. It is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good, and that's what we want to watch. We want to watch some tight playoff races, and again, that extra wild card this year is just gonna make it even more interesting. So, yep. But I don't uh, think they're J- gonna change either. J- Jason, any thoughts on any of the divisions? Uh, go Mariners. What's it say? Yeah, get that in there too. Yeah. But Houston, you never know. Always knocking on their doorstep. Yeah, right now. they'll they'll sneak in. They're, they're, they're not going away. No. Yeah, they'll sneak <laughs> in somehow and cause a bunch of ruckus in the playoffs. They'll they'll yeah, think, do something. I think tomorrow is a Scherzer Verlander showdown in the Ooh. desert or in Texas. Ooh, that'll be fun. So. I mean, just hilarious that, uh, you know, a month ago they're on the same team and now they're against each other. So, <laughs> Go Mets! Oh, yeah. no, wait, no. That's how, <laughs> that's how 
baseball works. Late season baseball. Yep. Beat the Mets. Yeah, that's how it works. So, and then you got, you know, you got the Oakland A's still kicking it down there, negative 297 run differential, <laughs> which again, the fans didn't get to hear last week. We'd looked it up. Uh, it was like 1,200 was the negative, yeah. right? Yeah. you said, Jason, yeah. something like that nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, Oakland won't get there, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> just uh just but another, they did you know, get to 40 wins, so they have 42 already, so yep. well above everybody <laughs> thought. But I mean, you know, they're trying to keep up with Kansas City at 43 wins, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, some yeah, some terrible baseball being played, uh, some awesome baseball, yeah, both extremes are out there. You got the Braves that are possibly the best team ever on paper or on, on paper, honestly. If you look at their stats, they might be the best one of the best offenses of all time <laughs> and then oh, yeah. sorry, and then major leagues. And then you got, you know, probably a top ten worst uh offensive team in the A's. So yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's whatever you want, we got it, Major League Baseball says. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we have a. You said about 25, 26 games left to go. Yep, depending on the teams, probably between twenty three and twenty five games left. Yeah. Okay, so we will uh, keep you updated on that. Uh, Jason, I know you wanted to talk about uh, the uh, this U.S. Uh, team. Yes. Uh, yes. So get us started there. Okay. Well, so. Uh, we talked about it, it a happen, couple of Jason. weeks ago where <laughs> right <laughs> well we had i know we talked a couple of weeks ago about how this is like a younger style team this isn't a dream team style us basketball team with lebron and durant and chris paul and all your favorites no this is a younger team still playing very well. It's not like they haven't played well. And they came out playing very well. They beat Spain by 10 in their first game. It didn't look great, but Spain's a good team. You know, they're not going to back down to anybody. They come out, beat Greece by 20. They they beat they beat Japan or Japan. They beat Germany. Now, here's where it gets interesting is they win the next 3 games their game against Jordan, they won by 50. They won by 48, mm-hmm. 110 to 62 in their third, like, uh, what do they call it? Group stage game. Their next game, they come out and play Montenegro and only put up 85 points. They still win by 12, but they only put up 85 points, leading to the perfect situation for U.S to crap their pants, score 12 points in the first quarter against Lithuania while Lithuania scores 31. It evened out again after that, you know, like they're, they go into the second quarter down 31 to 12 after going, you know, winning their last seven games and four. supposed to be reversed, Jason. Did they not get the memo? Yeah. 31-12 U.S. Yeah, right? And they made a run. They only lost by six, and, like, they they had a good third quarter. If it was a 48-minute game, they would have won. Yeah, right? You know? (laughs) And then what do they do? So they're still four and one in the group stage. They get through to the bracket, and they – (laughs) <laughs> and they crush Italy 100 to 63. I think Team USA is fine. This is one of those losses that they just needed to get out of their system. I know those it's weird when people say that, but like for young teams in particular, that's why it happens a lot in college where these teams you see you don't see a lot of teams running tables because they get so close and the pressure becomes so tight that it's harder for these you know, young kids who haven't seen as much as some pros can get through. So, like, this is fine. They're going to come out. They they get to play the winner of Germany and Latvia. I'm saying Germany there. They've got a couple of ballers on their team. U.S. is not going to lose to Germany. They're probably going to win out, and they're probably going to win all their games by 15 to 20 points. Like, they're going to look like they're supposed to. There's just a little blip in the system, a little, little bubble in the diaphragm. 
after you have that like third shot of tequila and you're like, oh, oh, but then you just kind of, oh, okay, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, I, I, to, to your point, Jason, I think we had mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago uh, when we were talking um, kind of similar to the the way the uh the patriots their uh 18 and 1 season mm. that game against baltimore i think it was week 15 or something like that 14 15 something like that if they would have lost that game i can i don't want to guarantee that they would have won the super bowl but <laughs> no you wouldn't they want would to have won the super bowl that, that year I don't know about that. The judge, that was more, and I mean, we're getting, I think that was a little more about what the Giants were than what the Patriots were. That Super Bowl. Like, I, I think that's a little different, but I know what you're saying. Like that, if that pressure isn't so high and I would kind of, or, but it's uh, Tom Brady, man. That... The pressure didn't get to Tom Brady. No. Well, another example, maybe more apt, was that uh, Kentucky team uh, that went undefeated until they played the Badgers in the uh, semifinal final four. In the final four, sure. I may, maybe that's more of an apt uh, comparison, but yeah, I just I think you know you go out and you crush a team by fifty in the middle of a world cup, right? And you haven't lost a game yet. In fact, at the time, let me double check this. They had their closest game after beating Jordan by 48 points. Their closest game had been an eight point win against Germany. Like these guys hadn't even been tested. And then the next game, Montenegro punches them in the mouth, puts some defense on them, USA still wins, but only puts up 85, which up to this point, the lowest amount of points they'd scored was 99. Or sorry, 98. So, you know, but USA is like, oh, we still got this. And then Lithuania is like, uh, yeah, but can you overcome a, what was it? A 19 point first quarter deficit? You know, not quite. Mm-hmm. Close, <laughs> but not quite. It, yeah. it was just... I think a little bit of hubris, a little bit of youthful, you know, uh, exuberance, emotion, getting into it, feeling invincible. It, it, it's, you it's, know? The world, it's the world game. I mean, all mm-hmm. these guys are playing for their country. They're playing for pride. It's not like they're going to lay down to the U.S. It's not like, like you had mentioned. It's not like this dream team that came in and – Everyone on the planet knew that they were going to win every game by 30. Right. It's it's not like that. Even even more to that, but that's even more to my point. Like, they start to think that maybe they are them, right? Because Mm -hmm. look at what they were doing to teams. (laughs) Like, they beat Jordan by, like, the, the best 12 people that Jordan could provide to play basketball got beat by 48. You know, they they start to think, hey, we, we could just, you know, we could, we're, we're them. Yeah, maybe we are them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of got tripped up. And who knows? You also, you know, add in, sprinkle that in with, like, people shooting like crap and, you know. Well, they're out-rebound unbelievably by mm-hmm. Lithuania. So, like, 45 to 28 or so, it was a lot, and which is weird because, you know, you got all these – and like Jared Jackson Jr. and all these big guys who just grab rebounds for and they're super and athletic, yeah. And I think well, he had, I think he had one rebound in two games, and I'm like, what is going? The two games they lost, like yep. what or not lost? The two yeah, games but they the Montenegro game and the yeah, yeah. So you're like, well, there's, my, there's the problem. <laughs> my, Mike and Tony were talking about that on PTI earlier today uh, about how. The big men. The, the U.S. doesn't have, have centers anymore. Yeah. No, they don't have. Yeah. I mean, they have big they guys. Have shooters. They don't have centers anymore. Yeah, they're and, shooting big guys. Yep. 
Because you have to learn that in the NBA. Because if you can't shoot the three, you know, it's really hard to be that big man down low. Yep, your efficiency goes ways down. Well, it's not that, like, it's just people have become so good at shooting the three, it's actually become the most efficient shot. Yeah. So, like, it's like, hey, well, then Brooke Lopez better start shooting some threes or we don't have our use for them. (laughs) <laughs> like he's going to be he's an like, offensive liability. Tomorrow, I promise. Yeah, they'll be considered a liability and, on offense. Yeah, which is kind of ridiculous to say about a seven foot dude who can actually like bang down there and shit. You know, like <laughs> he can do it pretty much anything down mm-hmm. there. So. Yeah. Yeah, right, you're right. Uh, They're right. So, uh, bri- briefly before we move on, I've been. I've I wanted to talk to you guys about this last week. This this Giannis leaving Milwaukee store. I don't even know if it's a story. Are you getting scared, Wally? I am a little bit. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> well, is, why, is why would scared, you Paul? possibly? Why would you possibly be scared that the greatest talent that ever comes through Milwaukee, <laughs> arguably, is going to leave for money? Why would you be well, scared, Wally? <laughs> I don't. Well, uh, I don't think it's just money. He just wants a team built around him, and I understand what he's saying. And he's just—I mean—he has a whole year to sign an extension, so I—I'm not worried at all. It's just talk. It's just—he's just—he's saying the right thing. He shouldn't be just being like, well, I'm going to sign and see what happens. He's like, no, make sure we're going to win. Yeah. Do the right thing. Put people around me and let's do this. Not like, hey, that's going to sign another extension and then we're just going to do what we rebuild. did. You know, like, yeah. It's not going to work. So like, that, I'm, I'm glad he's saying that because if he doesn't, then next year this whole year goes by. He doesn't express his opinions, and then he just goes, and we have no idea why. Yep. Then he because just we didn't do anything. Holds out, demands a trade. So make yeah. So make the star make you now be good and get those players or figure it out before it's too late and we lose them without having that knowledge. I think it's a good thing. Okay, that that, that gives you some mind. peace of mind. That is my <laughs> mind a little bit. Yeah, I just I've yeah. been he's saying I've the right seeing, things. I've been seeing these stories the last few weeks, and I'm like, I. Before a few weeks ago, I had no idea that this was even a thing, and I. Oh, we'll yeah. see what After happens. this last thing that just happened, he is like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, we're getting this right," you know, yeah. or, or I'm putting it on myself that we're getting this right, you know. So yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, ba- basketball is a few, uh, about a month away, month and a half away, probably. I mean, until preseason, we're about a five, six weeks away. But yeah, probably about yeah. end of um, October is usually when they kick off. So we we have we have uh, baseball going on. We have basketball starting up uh, a little bit off yet, but uh, I know the we've all been waiting all summer to talk about this. Jason, set us up for the big show. The big show, the 2023 Walnut Sports Network football preview. Yes, yes, that is the one. Uh, before we get to the uh, the professionals, we'll talk about the uh, – the kids that are getting now getting paid uh, in multiple ways, but um, we had uh, a few surprising results. Uh, ben, I want to start with you. Between Colorado beating TCU, uh, was that was that the most surprising result, or what, did you have uh, no? Yes. No, honestly, no, no. Because uh, again, TCU's ranked seventeenth. I don't know who that quarterback was. No one did. He's mm. brand new. That's just, you know, you're starting without Max Duggan. You're starting out with Johnson, that receiver last year, who was just a beast. And God knows who else. I didn't. I didn't have enough confidence in him because I just didn't know. And Prime brought everybody there. It's not like he, uh, his team was like ready to go. They played with him. You know, these with him, his playbook is everything. So. I felt like they had a slighter edge. Yeah, that was still shocking a little bit. It was shocking to win, but I still think the two shocking things for me. So, so Prime would be third. The Colorado being TCU would be third for me. The second 
would be Florida State showing them that, showing us that Florida State is a football team again. That was, <laughs> because that was I, unbelievable I that was to see what happened. Yes. And then Jason, and then the, I know what you're gonna go. And then number to, one oh, is yeah. Jason's Duke Blue Devils blowing out Davos Sweeney. Hey, do you mean, guys know and, that and Duke has a, a joke? Did you guys know that Duke has a football team? <laughs> mm-hmm, I do. Yeah. There's a guy called Danny Dimes who started your football team a couple years ago. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> And then there's this new kid that looked really good too. I don't remember his name, but the quarterback for Duke looks really well, nice. good as well. So, yeah, that yeah, makes he's me already happy. A, that yeah. So that yeah, was I uh, guess, for me. J- those are Jason, my top you, three things. J- Jason, do you want to talk about your uh, Dukies there for a second? I mean, I mean, I guess. This, Sorry, go ahead. Is this the end end of this Clemson dynasty or? Wow. And basketball dynasty at Duke. I think football is going to be the new sport at Duke yeah. now. Basketball is going to take the second seat. All right. Oh God. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, everything changes eventually, right? No, it's yeah. it's fine. Coach K's gone, so the basketball thing isn't the same. It's never going to be the same, and nor should yeah, it be, it's honestly. Really it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to change and be different. You know, we're humans. We only live so long and so on and so forth. But, like, man, oh, man, if I wasn't surprised to see Duke beat Clemson, is Clemson's dynasty over? I mean. Yes. Do they? (laughs) I mean, do I think, I guess, like, do I think they can win the ACC this year? Not after what I saw yesterday. Or not after what I saw on Saturday. Let's Nah, no, I don't. <laughs> like, yeah, I think well, it yeah. might be because, like, that's it's now no uphill team has to ever win lost the... the first game and went to the college playoff. You know, that's a big thing mm-hmm. right there for old Clemson. Uh, Dabo Sweeney is the only coach who doesn't do transfers. You know, which is uh, dumb. goes out and lets transfers to come to Clemson's. Well, that kind of showed this today. I was listening to his <laughs> interview. <laughs> from a couple days ago when he was saying that. And I was like, yeah, you, sure? you know, all your players you sure, transferred bro? out of there. Yeah. He's coming sure, back. Bro? So, Cause I watched DJ up at uh, Ohio, uh, Oregon state on Sunday, beat the crap out of San Jose state. And I was yeah. like, he didn't play football Clemson like this ever, you know, <laughs> which is crazy. I'm like, was it the environment? Was it your because your coach is, has the dumbest name in the world? What is the problem with Clemson right now? <laughs> it's because of all those reasons. They just they're going backwards, not forwards. And go Duke for that reason. I mean, yeah. Duke might win the ACC because they already have one win over. You know, yeah, Clemson that's a that's a, a division win, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and NC I, I, looks I, tough, I, but I've seen to remember Jason that. You said last week that if Duke won that game, you were going to be on the Duke bandwagon. Wagon oh, all yeah. Year, so. Oh, yeah. It's go Duke. <laughs> They're going to oh, national yeah. championship. Boom. Contenders. <laughs> <laughs> At least after week one. <laughs> yeah. Watch them skyrocket up the ranks. They already they they went up already. They're twenty fifth, I think, ranked right now. So they are ranked. No, no, sorry, twenty second. Clemson went down to twenty fifth. So. Oh boy, something like that. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, if Dabo Sweeney isn't transferring, then he's he might as well just retire after this year because he's never gonna. You're never gonna do what you did before. Nope, <laughs> for sure. That old game isn't gonna work anymore. No, all you. Old coaches who were bickering and whining about all that crap that made you millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars <laughs> can now retire and go home and shut up. Can go fuck off. Yeah. I mean, Quite <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> F- F- you. Yeah. All right. Uh, another uh, couple of other results uh, besides those three were, were for a week one, it was an exciting. Week one, absolutely. Uh, Oregon put up, I know they were playing Portland State, but they put up 81 mm. in their home opener. Uh, game I was kind of looking at last week, uh, Boise State got absolutely destroyed by Washington, 56 to 19. I thought that was going to be a close game. 
Whoops. Well, Washington, Yay. yeah, they've started, they just kind of showed up too. You know, it's another like Florida State team where you're like, are you going to play? Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to play? Yeah, another surprise. Yeah, yeah. they've been well, kind of like fair surprise. to middling for a long time. Forever, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the Badgers uh, were in a 14 to 10 battle at halftime, kind of pulled away a little bit in the third, third and fourth quarter, but. Uh, Do you know Luke, why? You know I, I did not. I was actually working for the game, so I oh. did not watch one so second of Luke, it. So. Luke Fickle decided that we would be a passing team in the first half, and that did not work at all. So he was like, "Let's just hand off the ball." And then, in a and then it we have like three hundred yards of rushing between two people, and I'm like, "Just do that forever." <laughs> yeah, the ball. like he if Luke Fickle wants to install what he does and what he did at Cincinnati, that's fine. But for a couple of years, quite frankly, and we and what you just touched on, that shit ain't going to work. Yeah, have Tanner Mordecai go out there and look like a Wisconsin quarterback, you know, for the last 20 <laughs> years. Not good. And you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> Stop. And then also it's like, oh, and then the Badgers win what thirty-one to fourteen or something. You know, it just that it just turned it on like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, good God. So yeah. he's like, cool. I guess just we're just that. gonna be Wisconsin for another year or two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. As well, I mean, if he's smart, right? Like he can try yeah, to oh, yeah. try to work in yeah, stuff. He can and try, like, but, but yeah, pound the ball. Look at your freshman and be like, okay, okay, you guys are gonna figure it out. <laughs> you guys are gonna be doing my my stuff in like two years. Right now, we got yeah. a bunch of juniors and seniors who are here for a very specific brand of football mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. make sure the running back can get as many yards as he can. Mm-hmm. Yes. Many touches. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to week two uh quickly uh wisconsin has goes to washington state uh could be a tricky game for wisconsin i think the line is six and a half right now uh so that that's going to be a test uh we have utah and baylor who got uh in Embarrassed. We didn't talk about that, but uh, Colorado. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colorado goes or uh, uh, hosts Nebraska, who also had a most Nebraska loss you could ever imagine. I mean, da- I can that- barely remember that team winning. You know, it's been so damn long since they've won. <laughs> and I feel like they either get blown out or they lose in the heartbreaking way. It never ends. No, it does not. I mean, I don't like Nebraska, so good for them. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sucks if you're a fan because just like, come on. And now they got, they got to go roll into prime country this weekend. Yeah, good that's luck. an old rivalry from back in the day, too. Yep. The old big yeah, the Big Twelve when Colorado was in it before they came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the rest is in the Big Twelve. One one ranked or two, uh, two, I guess two ranked games that we have this week. Uh first one is Old Miss going to Tulane. Uh the surprise darlings of last year. So that should be fun. And then the Big one, we have uh, Texas going to Alabama, uh, 11 versus 3. So we'll see yeah. what happens there. Uh, that should be a fun one. Uh, what, I guess, uh, the Texas Alabama game, do you think Texas has, has a chance going into Tuscaloosa? Either of you guys? Sure. I think they have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think this year for Alabama is completely different than any other year because, like, Nick Saban's handled it so weird with, like, not naming starters, you know, like, all that kind of stuff this year where every year you've had that, like, you know who's going to be playing every position. And I feel like Alabama's kind of – not that he's going to be fired or anything like that, but, like, he, it's a make-or-break make or year that they got to get back into that college playoff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's 
and do something again because um, they demand it down there. So I honestly think this is a big game for Alabama, and I honestly think that Texas can go in there and beat them. Yeah, I agree. You, Paulie, or Jason. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Paulie. I'm just saying I agree. You 100%. Oh no, I, I I think I think they could definitely go in there and win. I I don't think this is that same Alabama team. Uh, ben, you had mentioned just the the weirdness around this program in the off season, and I I don't know. I don't want to say that Georgia has them rattled after the last couple of years, but I think Georgia kind of has them rattled a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the people didn't hear last week, but we said Georgia the field, right? We mm-hmm. all took Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's not Alabama or the field anymore. It's Georgia mm-hmm. or the field. So, yeah, they need to get back to Alabama or the field or yeah. else, you know. All right. So that's what we're looking for on the college side. Uh, I, I know we had did, done a uh, kind of preview of – the NFL a few weeks ago, but that was before kind of the rosters uh, got set. Uh, Jason, start with you. Do you have anything new? I uh, I guess uh, just saw this. The Chiefs believe uh, Kelsey's ACL is intact. Don't know what that means. What? But- did he? Yeah, oh, I got hurt in practice today. Oh, I yeah. heard. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. So see, we're getting a real reaction here from oh, Mr. Jason. Boy. Yeah, he is. The I mean, Chiefs I are already much. light on pass catchers, man. That's mm-hmm. not good. That is not good for them at all. So I guess J- Jason, you can start with that. You can start with anything you want. Um, anything change in your mind over the last few weeks? Uh, well, that. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like so, I've been uh, I'll be posting it this week, but I have my uh, NFL preview It'll be going up on Walnut Sports Network this week. But one of the things I do is I go to this website. It's called playoffpredict.com. And it's got like a tool you can use to like do your season predictions. And like one of the things I noticed when I was doing that was I think the Steelers are going to be really good this year. Um, I think Pickett looked good in the preseason. Yeah, real Pick, good. Pickett looked yeah, good. They did. They've got some studs on the outside. They've got T.J. Watt as a you know pass rush boom, and obviously Mike Tomlin defense. I mean, you really don't have to say a lot more than that. But their schedule is pretty easy. Like just except opening weekend. Right. I mean, they've got some tough games. <laughs> That's going to be a tough game. Yeah, they've got some <laughs> but... tough games. Their, tivi- their division is not easy. But, like, the a- AFC North's, like, inter- intra-conference and intra-division games are pretty easy. So, I, I, I see the Steelers maybe. I still have to go over it one more time, but I think the Steelers have a shot at winning that division. Especially with Burrow, uh, his, you know, participation in question, particularly in the first half of the or first part of the season. Well, he's I, starting, I, right? He's not hurt or anything. I mean, he's just start, he's starting game one, I think. Burrow? No question. Yeah. So, I mean, he's out, he's out there all week practicing and throwing the ball around. I didn't, I didn't hear what? anything, didn't hear anything past of him not playing or else that'd be really huge. He, I thought he had like whole calf issue and stuff. Yeah. That was he, the, he did, the middle of July. It's now end of, so it's the beginning of September. So that issue is done. I thought, see, when as I heard I last, found. he was going to miss like weeks. No, I don't that, think that's what they, anything. I that's what they had been talking about. The the whole situation with Burrow is weird because I had heard he'd be out for possibly six weeks, mm-hmm. and now he's back on the pack practice field. Exactly. It, yeah, the I 
And see, I, it's I, weird. I didn't hear anything about him being out any weeks. I just saw that this week also, and I was like, he's being, he's throwing the ball. I'm like, he's, he's out there practicing. He's, I'm like, yeah, he looks fine. And and they're interviewing his receivers. It's like, yeah, he might be just a little slow because he's played in a month. But yeah, his arms there, and huh. I'm like, okay, I, I'm assuming he's playing. I don't think he's missing anything. So all right, Joe Burrow. Yeah, if he was missing, if he was missing four weeks, even it'd be a different story. But yeah. I think he's looks like he's going to be playing. Well, still, I think the Steelers have a shot at this division this year. Sure. I think it's going to be a highly contested division, and I also don't think the Browns are going to be good at all. Yeah, they're going to be the worst team in the division. So. Yeah. The Browns are definitely overhyped this year, and I it... – I mean, they're set up for failure like they always are. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. They're set up for failure. All right. Um, J- uh, ben, do you have any uh, surprises from the last couple weeks that we've discussed? Anything that changes, really changed in your mind going into the week one? Uh, not really. I mean, I feel like who we think we kind of went over with, like, who's going to win the – you know, for say divisions or whatever, we kind of went over that last time. I feel like nothing big has really changed because I don't feel like a lot of the like there hasn't been really anyone that major either saying coming off injury or being trade or anything like that. I still feel like it's pretty much the same. Um, I do want to touch base a little bit though on the whole Jonathan Taylor situation mm. because you know, I think he's still gonna be traded and not play it down for the Colts before October 31st, because that's just the uh, situation is just, it's, it's, it's tainted where it can't be fixed. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Oh because, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's just insane that the dolphins and Packers were the two going after him that week. Um, it's just funny to hear too. Um, because the Packers, we really didn't need him. Yeah. That sounded, excuse. that sounded weird to me. So it was just because even Aaron Jones was his last year. Because Aaron Jones is last year of his contract, and that was the only reason why I really heard they were doing it. Because just if he was yeah, in the league, you'd, still, you'd take still, him. But you'd still have to pay JT a new contract if yeah. you sign him. So yeah, I know, and then, but that could still happen by October thirty first for our team or the Dolphins or anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's just the. Really, the only the constant thing is that that situation is pretty much done. Like Josh Jacobs signed, Sam Quan Barkley signed. You know, like all those other running backs that were kind of in question. So, JT is Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvements going somewhere else. So, <laughs> yeah, I I I tend to agree with you. I don't think I I think that just that situation is just so toxic that. I don't know how you fix that if you're either side. So. I mean, wasn't there a time where the Colts were like reporting like he's not here due to like a back injury or ankle injury yeah. at the time, and he's like, I don't have any injury whatsoever. That kind. Yep. So, what are you about? Like, so again, like again, you guys are not communicating, and you're not gonna, you're not going to. So that's probably the end of that. Yeah, I guess uh, for for me, I just. I I think Jordan Love looked good in the preseason. Yeah, um, good enough anyway, right? Yeah. Enough to beat the Bears week one, I think. Mm. Be- Bears, we got the Bears coming in week one. I was just going to touch on that. Uh, running through the schedule, uh, Thursday night we have Detroit uh, going to Kansas City. Very intriguing game. Uh, Detroit getting a primetime game. That isn't Thanksgiving for uh, first time that I can remember in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think De- I think Detroit's going to be good this year. I bet on record saying I think they're going to win the division this the NFC North this year. So it, we'll see. Uh, it just depends yeah. on who their quarterback is. So yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. If Jared Goff becomes Jared Goff of last year, or if Jared Goff is Jared Goff of two years ago, mm. that's the factor. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes. And honestly, I have, the place. I have no reason to think he won't continue his work. You know, I I think Jared Goff will be fine. I don't know. I have the same feeling with Geno Smith. 
that was great. You had one great year. Let's mm-hmm. let's do two or That's three true. more, and then we'll consider it being good. Like you know, like mm-hmm. it happens. I'm honestly again, teams figure teams figure out. So can you adapt to that? You know, I'm honestly more confident in Geno Smith than Jared Goff, just because oh, Pete Carroll sure. knows what he's doing. I think Pete Carroll knows what to do with a good quarterback. He's had one before. Yeah. And one with one before, so why can't he win with Geno Smith? Who's to say Geno Smith isn't as good as Russell Wilson? Uh, speaking of, sure. uh, what so the uh, Las Vegas Raiders go to uh, Mile High City Week One? What <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with this Denver team this year? I know they're in a very tough division. And we kind of said that last year, and then it turned out to be it was Casey and everyone else. But uh, what do you think is going to happen with Denver this year? Uh, I think they're going to be shitty still. <laughs> I don't think anything, I don't think anything's changed. If you watch the, any of the preseason Bron- uh, Broncos highlights, which I have with Russell Wilson in there, he looks exactly as as like scared and confused and everything and anything on top of it. So I'm like, nothing has changed. Like. Just because you got Peyton now, you know, and him running his mouth about Nathaniel Hackett's going to really bite him in the ass. Oh, that was, that <laughs> was hilarious. You better yeah. not, you better have one extra win or whatever it is to make it not the the shittiest season of football for a coach of all time or whatever he said <laughs> uh, right around there about Nathaniel Hackett. So, yeah, I don't I don't see anything good happening, and you know, like. It is weird that they had the Raiders in the the preseason being at the bottom of this division because I think the Broncos are going to be there for sure. (laughs) Didn't one of the receivers just go down too? Like the top Uh, one? like Jared Judy. Jared Judy? Yeah. So, again, nothing is helping them. It's only bad things. So, I I don't have any faith in them again. Uh, Jason, briefly, you got any thoughts on the Broncos? I think they'll be better than last year, but is that saying much though? <laughs> no, because not really, because that division's too good. I mean, I also don't think the uh, are the Chargers going to be any better than they were last year. No, they'll probably if they'll probably limp into the playoffs and take a dump again. So yeah, I yeah, mean, if you think about the West, they're not as good as we think they are. No, it's really the Chiefs on paper and they that's are, it. But yeah, I'm, in practice, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I think Peyton's gonna do a better Sean Peyton's gonna do a better job than Nathaniel Hackett. I, I think that'd be impossible not to for a guy like Sean Payton. I, I think they'll vie for a playoff spot, but I don't think they'll get in. Well that that's the thing about the AFC this year is there's so many. I mean, you take the top 10 quarterbacks, eight of them are in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, yeah, Denver doesn't have one of those eight. So, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. Honestly, uh, yeah, I mean, the AFC is so tough. I mean, you can take two divisions and take three other four teams and make them in playoffs, you know, put them in the playoffs, basically, mm-hmm. right off the bat. So, maybe one more spot, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, 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 Gonna be tough, real tough. All right, so going down the list, uh, Jason, your Dolphins team uh, opens up against uh, the uh, Herbert uh, Chargers. Uh, how do you see that going, briefly? I think uh, I think Miami's gonna show up and show everybody that their hope for them is. Well placed, and I someone think learned gonna, how to fall. Yep, and Tua's going to do backflips while he throws <laughs> for like four touchdowns. <laughs> oh boy, Jason! I mean, you, you, your Cubs are a good, uh, yeah, prediction. They're going to get in the wild card. This is your, yeah, the Dolphins too. They should be able to do that. Yeah, because I think the Chargers. Kellen Moore is their offensive coordinator, so we have no idea how the hell that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just with Dallas for how many years? You saw how that worked out. Yeah. Well, he's not under uh, uh, 
uh, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett anymore. So and Jalen yeah. Ramsey's out, so that sucks. Yeah, that's a big hole. But Ed Christian Wilkins thing is kind of annoying. So the pass rush isn't as good as it should be. But the Chargers are the Chargers. The they do seem to give the Dolphins fits sometimes. I'm a little worried about the game, but I think the Dolphins will be fine. All right. Um, one more game. Uh, Monday, uh, September 11th. Uh, unfortunately, the terrible anniversary that we all know about. Uh, Buffalo goes to the Jets in Aaron Rodgers' uh, debut in New York. Uh, ben, how do you see that game going? Oh man, I mean it's gonna be. Hopefully, it's entertaining. Like you know, I mean it's it's come gonna out be and play a, the bills. It's gonna be a television blowout. That's for sure. Should but. be, should be. Um, yeah, I just hope it's entertaining. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I got to see the Jets more to really say are the Jets gonna be for real or not. So I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Bills just because of the you know longevity of how good they've been over the years to win that one. But I just hope it's going to be a, a close game and, you know, number eight goes 0-1. <laughs> Jason, no, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I don't want the Jets to win either. Or the Bills. So Jason wants the stadium to just yeah. implode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wrong, wrong, maybe wrong day to talk about. Oh, yeah, sorry. Real sorry. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the, I think the Bills are going to take that one. I, I know the Jets have all this hype. I just, I need to see it come together before I'm going to predict them to make the playoffs, especially with the division they're in. The conference they're in, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he already kind of sounds like he's kind of mouthing off a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I think the Jets are going to be a, have a long season, especially with that that media. We had talked about a few weeks ago. We He's going from the Green Bay media to the this New York media. How he handles that, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, any, so we kind of ran through the games. Anything else that you guys are looking at week one that we missed? Any other games that are sticking out to you guys? No, I think we went through all <laughs> the, really. the big boys. I mean, it's week one. They're all kind of exciting, but yet a lot of it, it's like, let's see what happens, you know? Yep, for sure. Football's upon us. It's great. Uh, it is so good. It is so good. All right. Uh, unless we got anything else, I think we're going to wrap it up here for this week. We'll talk to you guys next week after the first uh, – NFL Sunday, we got some college. Woo-hoo. We got uh, hopefully the Thursday US night. Thursday night, yes. Mm-hmm. Opening football. Yep. Uh, we have uh, the Brewers hopefully keeping on a roll. Uh, they still up 7 nothing, Ben? Step seven nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Yep, and then they go on to the Yankees for a three-game trip, road trip. So hopefully that will benefit them as well. Yes, and then uh, hopefully we can talk about the uh, U.S. men's bringing home the uh, FIBA gold medal mm. next week. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sports is upon us. We are getting into fall. Football is here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will be with you every step of the way. Uh, Until next week, Jason, do you want to sign us off? Yes. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We love it. We love it when you love it. So let us know you love it.
on Twitter at WSN Weekly. WSN Weekly. Make sure you hit up the shop at walnutsportsnetwork.com. Buy yourself a hoodie. It's going to get chilly out eventually, even though tonight it might not seem like it. So thank you for listening, everybody. (laughs) Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Take care, everybody.